Are you? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, world's famous juggler, Greg Larson in the Northern California Bay Area. How are you doing, Greg? I'm doing all right, but not as good as you seem to be. How are you doing, Ozzy? <laughs> oh, I am so fantastic. And there is such a myriad of just a cluster of so many things that went on today. It feels like my own November 5th, 1955, to a certain degree. I'll get to that momentarily, but I don't want to ignore the final individual I need to introduce, Fleshman producer Todd. How you doing? Chilling. Of course. All right. So check this out. Now, I didn't mean to dismiss that. I just expected you to say chilling. And normally that is the case so I can get on with it before we review this fantastic movie, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. All right, now, real quick. So this morning, man, those fantasy football things. We got the trophy on here. And you may think like, okay, yeah, you have the trophy here. You force football in this comedy review uh, discussion every week. What the hell, right? And yeah, that's funny. But now it's all come in and tied together. First, you need to put, if you're upset about this, you need to put blame on Greg Larson. Because a few weeks ago, Greg opened the door here that made the connection between this show and the NFL when he said, on week 17, the San Francisco Niners play the Las Vegas Raiders. And if the San Francisco Niners win, we have to review Lost Skeleton of Cadaver 2. And because he knows me so well, I'm not even the kind of person who's like, I got to think of something that would really piss him off if the Raiders won. I was just automatically like, no, yeah, I'll do it because I'm not going to doubt whatever that the Raiders are going to lose, whatever, at that time, at that time, at that time. Now, holy Toledo, again, a myriad of things. Earlier this week, the San these same San Francisco 49ers acquired a running back by the name of Christian McCaffrey. One of the top running backs in the league could be the top running back in the for the entire season, right? Running in this scheme, there's this family connection that this guy, the coach, was the dad, all this sort of stuff. I'm not going to get into the whole that because that's another 20 minutes. Moving forward, this person, Christian McCaffrey, is on my fantasy football team. Now, another thing, going back to the Niners and the Raiders, the Raiders don't do the best against running backs. So we're going to have a situation where in week 17, if I make it to that championship week, my player, the number one player I have, Christian McCaffrey, is going to be going up against the Raiders, and I'm going to be torn because I want the Raiders to win that game so I don't have to watch that stupid movie, Lost Skeleton of Cadaver 2. However, at the same time, I want to retain this championship. Now, there is a window, a possibility, that Christian McCaffrey could score enough points and I could retain this championship and the Raiders could win and I won't have to watch that piece of crap movie. There is also a world where the Raiders do not win, but I'll still have this trophy and I'll need to watch this stupid movie. And of course, there's a world, there's a world, a possibility where the Raiders lose and I lose this. And if that is the case, 
and I got to watch this movie with that scenario happening, I am telling you right now, I am building my own personal rage room in the garage. I'll have safety goggles on, whatever, glass bottles all over the place. I'm going to buy a baseball bat. I'm going to do tons of smashing, and I'll have a video. I'll record it, and it'll be a Patreon exclusive. I, I don't know how long that was. I just like, I knew I wanted to get all that out when we started or right before we started because again, and you know what? Here's an even crazier part. That was only 66% of all the stuff that's going on today because earlier this morning with my fantasy football team, I was down 89 points. I had 10 points. My opponent had 99 because I had players all in the late windows, right? So I'm looking at these four games and I think to myself, I could predict these over-unders. I'm going to place a couple bets. So I placed a parlay bet between these four teams. Over, under, over, over. For the Raiders and the Texans, the Jets and the Broncos, the Niners and the Chiefs, and the Chargers and the Seahawks, respectively. And all those hit, and I got some money. Now, because Miami and Steelers hit the under, if tomorrow, Monday, the Patriots and the Bears hit the under, I get double what I made today. So I'm telling you, there's a myriad of emotions going on right now. That's why I'm like the way I am. Well, that's great to hear, Ozzy. And at least I, I know uh... a good way to tie in. <laughs> he knows it's coming. He knows it's coming. A great way to tie in football and this podcast. Because the Raiders are a joke. So it works well. They just scored 38 <laughs> points today. Yeah, yeah. Against a team that, what's their record? One and hey, four now? the Chargers couldn't put up 38 points against the Texans. <coughs> oh, okay. Well, speaking right. of the Chargers, okay. they just lost. <laughs> I'm just saying they're on our division. And hey, yeah. you want to you go that route? I could talk about the Niners losing to the Chiefs by over 20 points when at least when the Raiders lost to the Chiefs is by one and mainly because we went for two instead of kicking a field goal. Could have gone to overtime. See, you're trying to get me started all over again before we even review this movie. Man, God. Ah, it's a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ghost and Mr. Chicken. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. I, again, I, I had so much I wanted to let out. I, I didn't even have the opportunity to write it down. But uh, yes, we today, this week, we are reviewing The Ghost and Mr. Chicken, starring Don Knotts, Joan Staley, Liam Redman, and Dick Sargent. Released on January 20th, 1966, with a runtime of 90 minutes, rated G, and directed by Alan Rafkin, written by James Fritzell and Everett Greenbaum. Todd, do you have a trailer available? Yes, sir. Fantastic. It's spooky. It's eerie. It's the Ghost and Mr. Chicken, starring three-time Emmy Award winner Don Knotts as the world's bravest coward. I have been called brave. Now, let me clarify this. As you see, I'm a lion with girls, a tiger with men, <laughs> and I'm just naturally at home in a haunted house. <laughs> so what's brave? How should I know? I'm chicken. Mr. Chicken to you. In this motion picture, he starts as a roving reporter. Now he's a raving reporter trying to solve a murder <laughs> mystery in a house of terror. 
and he'll scare you silly. Don Knotts in The Ghost and Mr. Chicken in Technicolor. And Mr. Chicken, if you missed this movie. Yes. <laughs> That's how they used to get us the movies back in the day. <laughs> that was the trailer for The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. And I just gotta say, I had Ken Walker on my team. I had Ken Walker at a moment where I had Ken Walker and I needed something to seal the deal in my fantasy matchup at the same time to give me the over in that Chargers game. It was Ken Walker that ripped up a 75-yard touchdown. That is a 13-and-a-half play on its own. Sorry. Sorry. So, again, okay. Ghost to Mr. Chicken, January 20th, 1966, a Universal's Pictures release, rated G, runtime of 90 minutes. Starring Don Knotts, initial thoughts on this film. To be honest, I had never heard of it until I was listening to another podcast that talked about this movie quite frequently. So I thought for Halloween, why not give it a shot? I was always a fan of Don Knotts. Personally, I always familiar with him from his stint as Mr. Furley on Three's Company. Uh, but I had never seen him in a in a film starring him. So it was, Apple Dumpling Gang. I have not. Okay, I have not. Greg. Yeah, uh, this is one I hadn't seen before, and as a matter of fact, when it was brought up, I wanted to research a little bit about it because I'd never heard of it. And Don Knotts, classic actor, and apparently one of the things that. Uh, I had learned about was this was inspired from when he was on the Andy Griffith show. Um, and I guess there was a haunted house episode and uh, it was one of the highest rated episodes for the show. And that's kind of mm. what inspired him doing a full feature film uh, for this. So um, yeah, I, I was super excited. Don Knotts is always fun. Same thing. I mainly knew him from three's company, but also from the Andy Griffith show. So it was good very, to see him do his thing. Yeah. Very unique. Uh, look, I mean, you talk about just an episode of him in a haunted house. And as you can see, the image behind me, like that is his classic look. He just you could just see all the whites of his eye, his eyes. And uh, so exactly. He's the Todd. Steve Buscemi of his time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, wait, go ahead. Just to say, go ahead. <laughs> I OK, so what's a. What's a Steve Buscemi movie that you think, oh, nobody could play this except Steve Buscemi? Like, if you really think about it, like, like not to be not to not for a joke answer, like, oh, well, in Billy Madison, he was really good. Like, no, I mean, you know, um, Big Lebowski, Mr. Pink. Well, the reason I say that is because in this movie specifically, there is nobody that like they could try to remake this, reboot this, and it would not even hit the same with any sort of special effects because no one could get like that, you know, like he, he's in a class of his own is, is one of you. So when you, when you were saying like, he's like the Steve Buscemi of his time. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to having a unique look, but when it yeah. comes to like, uh, in, in terms of like a starring role, I mean, Steve Buscemi great in specifically con air, but at the same time, there you like, go you could find a hundred crazy looking people or like unique looking people that could, I'm not going to discount his acting ability. I'm not discounting anything, totally but I just, though. no, 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 stop. They're it. different kinds of actors. I, a but actor, my point is, Ozzy hates my, Steve Buscemi. I don't, I don't. That is the least. 
factual statement. I feel like he's getting disrespected, said. so I have to speak up. No, in fact, I'm getting disrespected because words are being put in my mouth. This is ridiculous. Todd, initial thoughts. Oh, yeah, I love this one. I probably saw it for the first time, probably early 2000s. <clears throat> I thought you were about to say you were in the theater for it. No, I, I did not. I would go see it in the theater if, if it, it did play. Mm. Um, yeah, I actually like I, I know, like, you know, you mentioned uh, Three's Company, Andy Griffin. But, like my first film experience was with a film called Private Eyes, which is with with. Uh, oh, t- uh, Tim, not Curry, Tim. Uh, how come I can't think of it? Tim Allen? No, um, Tim Conway. Geez, sorry. Tim Conway. <laughs> And it's a similar premise in a Samsonite. House. That was way off. So that I did see in theaters, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that's like I kind of worked backwards and found that and some of its other stuff. I think I had already seen the Apple Dumpling Gang at that time, but yeah, I was I've always been a fan of this stuff. Now, what's interesting about it is that so um, I mean, again, with its release date being in 1966, it. It's a stark contrast to seeing like a modern comedy and then seeing one from the 60s, primarily because this did such a like this setting up the story and and just more focused on the story rather than focused on the next joke. Uh, There was funny moments that occurred. Mm -hmm. They didn't happen as frequently. But I feel that now with modern comedies, it's almost like it has to hit you rapid fire. And like at the right. very, like within the first twenty minutes, or else like it won't hit. Uh, this definitely doesn't feel that way in the sense, and just tells a funny story, and lets it happen organically. Um, and it's so. I, I guess when I was at the very end of it, and like looking back at it, it's very funny to see how simple things were in terms of a way to I guess it's just one of those moments where it just leads up okay how is this going to happen how how did all this come to be like what the deuce right you know stuff is you know connected or whatever but come on and then when it's like so just like that that but it's almost like it was so stupid it was funny in fact when the line was delivered that is the ultimate hit I I, I guess I just organically went into the favorite moments, but I don't want to say this line because I'm afraid it might spoil something, but uh, the perfect choice of the word harky was used. And I don't know if that gives it away for you guys, but the, the guy calls him a harky. And because the word was so foreign to me and at that very moment that as soon as the line was delivered, the connection just came immediately. I was violently laughing, like, <laughs> like, like. Funny enough, how the how they talk about the the ghost having a maniacal laugh as he's playing the organ. That's kind of how I felt. Like I was laughing. Like I was <laughs> just like I I can't I can't describe it. But I was my throat was in pain after it because i just couldn't like i mean i've i've used the description of i was vomiting laughter but this was more like projectile laughter like exorcist style 
just because it, it just kept coming out and it was hard. And like, I got a good ab workout for, I think a good week after that. So that, that my favorite moment at the end, the big reveal, if you will, Greg, you know, I, there's certain comedy tropes that happen and a joke that is repeated until it gets funny is something I always love. So the attaboy just <laughs> got to me. So good. Like, it's such a great moment that, that they just keep bringing it back. And at first you're like, what's going on? Who is that? You know, just this random person shouting out, attaboy, you know, and like, it just at a point, you're just like, damn it, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Todd? One thing that just, I don't know, made me laugh a lot this time was um, when he's trying to, like, get common ground with our female lead. And he's like, you like food. I like food. We got a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, aside, I did have the attaboy written down here, but aside from these moments just like leading up to the the moment of him needing to spend the night in this haunted house and he's leaving his own room and board and he says well i'll see you in the morning and their reply is god willing just <laughs> busted me up laughing uh now again this doesn't feel like a modern comedy or even a comedy from the 80s where its intent isn't just to overload you with jokes. It's a funny story and funny moments happen organically, but they're not forced in. And yeah. having said that, in terms of how much fun I had with it, I mean, again, that build was fantastic to have that reveal leave me in a moment where I was projectile laughing for lack of a better term so i i can't i can't give it anything less than a five because that is i've never laughed that hard in my life to be honest yeah um this movie i i got to watch at the perfect time i had actually watched this uh last week when i was still sounding like muttley and um <laughs> there's something wonderful about classic movies uh when you're not feeling the greatest and so the pacing was perfect it hit well it was like a nice warm bowl of soup being able to enjoy a classic film with some good like honest good-natured comedy to it um with some great acting in it as well so i i have to agree with you like this is this is a five for me todd um <laughs> I, I am going to throw it off a little while I love this movie I don't think it's his best movie it's one of his best so I'm a four and a half okay but still a, we all oh, yeah. agree that is a great movie and should yeah, be great. on your list if you have not had a chance to watch it and if you had not had a chance to watch it Greg is it Greg Todd is it available to stream anywhere it is currently right now it's available for rental and purchase Okay. Um, it is not streaming. It does have a Blu-ray release and a DVD release, though, too. Do you have either of those? I have had both. I currently have it. It's also it is a six-pack Don Knotts film pack that has ah. six movies, which is actually on Blu-ray and DVD also. Are there any now features Now, let's find on it that? on Laserdisc. <laughs> I, I did not have that. <laughs> um, uh, no, there, there's not. I mean, it's kind of, yeah. 
Fair one of those. It's it's been a while. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, that was the Ghost and Mister Chicken. I highly recommend watching it, even if it's past the time of Halloween. What? Give it a watch anyway. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, now, before we head out for the evening. Next week is Halloween night. Now, we're not going to be live. Still have an episode to be released, Fleshwood Farce. Now, what film we will be reviewing and then discussing, I don't know, because that is up to the Patreon members, where for only a dollar, you're able to vote. Is voting still open, Todd? See, that's what I was about to get to. Yes, voting is currently open. Okay. You guys got a few days to, to get what your What are the answers. choices? That's what I was, this is my question. I'm going to ask Greg, not Ozzy. Greg, do you think Ozzy should know the films in yeah. advance? You do. Oh, um, no. Well, now let me. <laughs> okay, you say no. Now let me add this: if I could read them and he could re- keep a poker face, I consider it. But oh, he he but he tell plan. so like if I name something and he reacts, they might go after it. Okay, how about this? Because I okay. want whoever's listening to this. I want to be like, okay, well, maybe if they say one of the movies that I want to hear be reviewed and discussed, I'll jump on, I'll pay the dollar for the month, and I'll vote. But, Todd, you don't want me to give a tell. So here's what I'll do. Oh, okay. I can't hear you. Now, I'll I'll mention these were were voted in our Discord, gave us some suggestions. It's actually a bigger one than normal. We have Hoobie Halloween, Fun Size, Idle hands. I feel like I should cover my mouth so Ozzy can't read. Uh, Tyler Perry's Boo, a Medea Halloween. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scary movie. What we do in the shadows and the final girls. You can, you can That's actually not a bad list. Yeah. You're you're good. You you, you can listen. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So I got nervous, but I want to Greg's reaction. <laughs> If you if you become a Patreon member, you can even message with your I don't know if you can message with the voting or anything, but you could yes. if you you know put in a dollar, you can say we the ones for us. Yes. Check the your Patreon Patreons check your inbox so you can uh go ahead and give us a vote. Todd, you completely missed the uh the joke you Greg just did about uh, bloodlines. Greg, you want I mean, he mentioned you can f- jump on the Patreons and be like we the ones for this movie, for Fleshwind Farce. <laughs> yep. All right. So, flesh, uh, patreon.com slash Fleshwind Features. Again, only a dollar a month. Uh, that gives you the opportunity to vote. And we do have we have these going every month now that people are able to vote. Is that yeah. what's been going on? So, it's a bargain. And what's going on in the world of Fleshwind Horror? Halloween's coming up. What else do you guys got coming up? Well, what else we don't have coming up? Well, we still have our Slashtober tournament. We're getting down to the final days. It's getting rough in there. I know there's a hashtag, get the guest out, but you got to keep watching to find out. And then also this on Halloween night, also besides besides our big farce episode, we're also going to have a Hellraiser retrospective. So you get to double up on, on Halloween. Of course. I mean, listen, for the Flesh Wound Network, Halloween is the Super Bowl. And of course, you'll have an episode of Flesh Wound Farce given a choice of a film that you heard the choices. <laughs> also, a Hellraiser retrospective. What better way to 
spend Halloween, honestly, on a Monday night because you got to work Tuesday. Most most people do. So anyhow, that is world famous juggler Greg Larson and Fleshman producer Todd. And I'm Ozzy V, and we'll see you next week right here on Flesh Wound Farce. <laughs>